welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. I'm Tom Vergus. And again, I am joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss for this episode. Hi, Tom. How are you going? I'm well. Thank you, Jürgen. Kind of tired this morning because yeah. I did an overnight flight back from Singapore. Oh, great. So, yeah. you know, it They're does fun, take those a while. Ones. Oh, they are. Aren't they those night flights. Yeah. They are kind of challenging. I think it's also part of that. Part of the challenge is that it's not quite long enough. Mm to get a decent night's sleep you know, by the time you get into the swing of things. so. But hey, good to be able to do that, good to be able to mm. travel in today's world, isn't it? Yeah. It's always a miracle when you sit in those aeroplanes and they fly through the sky. That's right, yeah. Did you get to see the brand new Singapore airport, the terminal? Oh, yes, the jewel, mm. the Changi jewel. It is fabulous. Yeah. Seriously fabulous, gosh. They do things well there. Mm. And what is really great about it is apart from the retail complex and the shops, which of <laughs> course is what it's geared for, there are lots of areas there where as families you can sit pretty much on the outside. So you're actually availing yourself of nature, mm. trees, plants, an open air, and that's that. That's a nice mix uh, of that. Wow, it was very impressive. Yeah. In fact, I read something that said that there are a lot of Singaporeans who head out there to Changi <laughs> on the weekend for a day trip. <laughs> yes, not that they're flying anywhere, yeah, yeah. but just to kind of enjoy that. Yep, yeah, I think they've done really well. Mm. Really well. It goes without saying. I think that's the reason. Uh, one of the reasons why. Changi continues to be voted as one of the best airports in the world. Mm. Yeah, well, it certainly looks very impressive on some of the videos I've seen. I haven't been in that new terminal myself. Mm. Mm. Indeed, but it's you know it's really it's really good. So there's a, a high level of trust actually in the brand. Mm. So I thought today, how's that for Good a segue? segue. <laughs> <laughs> how's that for a segue as uh, building your brand as a leader? Mm. Uh, because I had a conversation recently with someone. This individual is, in fact, a senior leader. And the challenge that we were talking about was what's the next step in his career development. Yeah, He's already senior. There's been slight restructure in the top of the organization. And of course, as you know, Jürgen, when you look at the top of any organization, there are fewer places mm. left. The sharp end of the triangle. Indeed, the sharp end mm. of the triangle. So the question was, how do we in fact access or how do we move up into the organization? And for instance, with this individual, it was very much a... Do we stay in the organization mm. and look at moving up? Or alternatively, do we actually look outside? And so hence, we started talking about the brand, yeah. the personal brand, uh, his personal brand, uh, compared to the brand of the organization. So it became very much more about you know, how do we market that. Mm. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point. I, it's always... 
fascinated me how within a large organization in particular how somebody at that level can demonstrate their value in their current position but then also highlight how much more value they could be by taking on more responsibility absolutely and then how to balance that with like you said the other alternative of moving outside the organization to somewhere else yeah so, so how, how do you do that well i I, th- I don't think it's so much about how do you do that and here's the number of steps with it i think mm. are, it's more around as a leader one of the things that we we need to be conscious of is that we have a brand mm. we have a personal brand you have a personal brand i have a personal brand we have a brand of the organization which is what we tend to go to market with so if you think of all the major corporates in the world all the major brands that we know of that's what we go to market with and really what is a brand apart from from the fact that it is a promise you trust mm. a certain brand because it will deliver on its promise it will deliver on what it says it will do yeah that's the value of the brand and i think individuals are no different mm. okay but how do you make others aware of that for example the senior managers that would be making decisions to promote this person well again as we would do with any of the brands it's ensuring how do we be consistent so if you think about any brands what's what some of the key things around any brand one is consistency Mm. right that you say the same thing that you're consistent you you do what you say you will do and that you deliver I think that's really a, a key thing around around branding. And then depending on what your uniqueness is, it's how do you actually then build on that uniqueness. Mm. When you're working at any organization, as a leader in that organization, you espouse the organizational values. Right? So every organization has an organizational culture. Anyone working in that organization will fit into that particular culture. Definitely in the work context. You may not agree with everything in their culture. You may not like everything in there. But there's a certain way of doing it. Mm. And even if you think about banks, one could argue actually all banks do the same. Yet, as you know, banks are quite different. The ANZ bank here would be probably quite different to HSBC. Mm. For instance, you know, and within Australia itself, ANZ Bank has a different culture to the Commonwealth or to Westpac or to NAB, which are the four major banks. They're all quite different. And same in software and same with cars. You could argue that a car goes from A to B. Yes, Mm. that's the convenience part of it and does what it does. But the brand itself, you know, what is Toyota known for? Mm. And sometimes I do that as an exercise. So what is Mercedes known for? When you think of Mercedes, what are a couple of the few words that you would describe? That what, how would you describe Toyota? How would you describe Porsche? Or how would you describe Mazda? Uh, that all, all that is really around branding. Mm. I think for a leader, it's, uh, it's no different. So how are you described in the organization? Mm. is important and i think you need to be conscious of that yeah and how would you suggest somebody takes ownership of that inside the organization i mean i think with the branding example that you gave with companies let's say the cars the it's like a whole marketing exercise all communications to the outside are consistent with that brand image how 
do you suggest an individual does that within an organization? I would suggest that it is actually no different. Mm. So what do you want to be known for? Yeah. And then how do you promote what do you want to be known for and who do you need to get the message out to? Mm. So for instance, if you want to be known for somebody who is an innovative thinker, for instance. Uh, let me just use an example uh, of uh, someone who many, many, many years ago when um, uh, Deloitte Consulting was starting their digital um, division here within Australia, uh, one of the partners who set that up was a man called Peter Williams, and I didn't mm -hmm. know him. And, you know, and if you think of Deloitte as a consulting firm, everybody was, you know, it's, it's very much a suit and tie. Yeah, yeah corporate look mm. you know? and Peter on the other hand would come in with his black t-shirts yeah, yeah. he always stood out he was always mm. out there he was always quirky and, but as he would always say that, that, that's my business right mm. that's the digital world and ever since from, from the time that I've known him all those years to now he's always the same he's out there he's a thought leader he provokes thinking mm. uh, he's very innovative and that's what he's known for so his personal brand within Deloitte and outside of Deloitte is very much that. And I would think that he's, that's something that he has worked, he has worked on. Mm. Okay. The, I guess the risk in, I mean, that, that's a great example, but if you look at some of the old industries and established big corporations, mm -hmm. it's a rather conservative corporate culture. And how do you... Uh, you know, can you take that step inside that culture of saying, well, I'm going to be different. I'm going to stand out through changing things up, whether it's through dress or whether it's through a, a completely new approach to something that, that's been done in the past? That's a good question, Jürgen. I think if you are working in a conservative organisation and you wanted to really step out and be different and innovative, you may become the outsider. Mm. So the risk then becomes you are really standing outside the system, yeah. outside the structure. And if there's no value to that role, you will then be ostracized mm. or you will be kicked out. However, if there's value to that, if there's value to somebody being the outsider, if there's value in that organization to hey, we need someone to be the provocateur, we need someone to challenge the status quo, yeah. and if you fulfill that role, fantastic. Hmm. So again, it goes back to what's your purpose, what's your message, how do I put that out, and who do I need hmm. that to be seen? I think those are some key questions hmm. that need to be asked. So for instance, with this client I was referring to at the start of our conversation, this person actually works in a large corporate, uh, yet within the large corporate, he has been responsible for really like a, a startup. Right? It's his part of his startup. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's built a huge organization in there. So, and he really loves startups. Mm. And he has done that a number of times. So he's what we call, he's not an entrepreneur, he's what we call an intrapreneur, right? Mm. Somebody who works within the organizations to build businesses. He's done that a number of times. He's good at it. Uh, he really enjoys it, and once it gets to a certain size, then he, he, he you know, he gets, it bores him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that really, because he, we have identified that about him, that is something that we are now looking for 
you know, for him. Like, how mm. do we find that place? Another one him? of those. Yeah, another one of those. Startups, yeah. Because he has a good brand in mm. that. His reputation is strong with that. He has track record on that. He can demonstrate results. And that's what he will look for. And he's, he likes it. Mm. It may not be the case for everybody. Some of us, you know, will mm. do, do something for a certain period of time and then say, hey, I want to change. Mm. So I, I think it's about how do I be conscious that I have a brand? Yeah. And there's a fair bit of self-awareness involved there as well, isn't there, in terms of what are my attributes that are valuable to the organization and how can I marry up the my own personal enjoyment and fulfillment with adding that value and with reinforcing my brand? Absolutely. I have over the years worked with graduates and one of the things I mentioned to graduates as they embark on a career and usually they're on a graduate program mm. etc uh, and you know they, they bring us in either to talk about cross-culture because these graduates are working in cross-cultural roles mm. or we talk to them about organizational culture I, I, I reinforce that message you are actually a brand mm. in the organization what sort of reputation do you want to build and how do you be conscious of that because as you build your career, there'll be things that you are known for. Yeah. So how do you get into that slipstream mm. and how do you become known for whatever it is that you want to be known for? Mm. Great. Mm. So what's the takeaway for our listener this week, Tom? I think the key questions that we may want to consider is, firstly, what's your brand? Mm. Can you actually identify what they are? Can you describe yourself as a brand in four or five words? If you're struggling with that, perhaps it's a useful exercise to do with others. Mm. You could ask others, your trusted yeah, yeah. You know, people around you, to say, well, how would you describe me? What mm. would be some of the things that when you think about me or talk about me are the things that come up? Uh, mm. for you i mean i think you know a good example of a brand is the things that people say about you when you're not in the room yeah yeah so i think that that would be a good exercise now from there you can then look at well what do i need to do next in terms of either building my brand mm. or are there some things that you may want to shift mm. yeah if there's uh, yeah I, I came across an exercise recently that somebody suggested to me and that's put your name into the social media and say, when you think of Jürgen Strauss, what comes to mind? And right. see what people write. And then if um, there are things that come back that there are gaps there that actually I wanted people to say something else, then yep. that might be an area to work on. Right. That's not what others see. Yes. Mm. Yes. Good. Have you tried it? Have you have you done I that have, exercise? Yes. You have. Okay. Well, that would be interesting <laughs> to discuss what yeah. you found out. Perhaps we should do that off air. <laughs> yeah. But were you surprised? Um, or was it a pleasant it, exercise? It was a pleasant exercise. Right. Yeah, yeah. And did you learn something? I did learn something. Great. Yes. So yeah. demonstrating it's, once again that mm. you had the courage to ask the question, yeah. you were seeking out responses to that, mm. and it's all feedback, right? That's right. It's, it's all, all feedback. feedback yeah. Right. You don't have to agree with it. No. But it's all feedback, yeah, and I think and all feedback is useful. It's useful. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Tom. Welcome, Jurgen. See you at the next episode. Yeah. Look forward to it. Bye now. 
Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.